With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now, we don't talk a lot of college football. I know other shows, that's pretty much all they talk about is college football. But uh, we do not. Uh, we mostly talk about the NFL and mix in some NBA and baseball and whatever the hell else entertains us. Uh, but occasionally we dabble in college sports. Now, typically, it's around a big bowl game or something like that. Or, or it involves a coaching controversy. So after weeks, literally weeks of speculation about the future of the head football coach at the University of Southern California. We talked about this uh, on a previous show, about Clay Helton. The embattled football coach has is at a crossroads. Will he stay or will he go? Well, we have the answer. At least we think we have the answer. Clay Helton set to remain as the head football coach at USC, the iconic, what used to be iconic, uh, USC Trojans. Uh, Southern Cal 
and the new athletic director, Mike Bone, who has been on the job for a month, decided on standing pat despite a rather large drumbeat to make a change. Uh, and we, we talked about the fact that some of the very powerful boosters, they needed a, a pacifier. They wanted to get a, they wanted a, a change. They demanded it. They said, we're going to write a check. We would like someone new in here. They wanted a big-name coach. They wanted Urban Meyer. But if not Urban Meyer, they would take pretty much anybody but Clay Helton. Well, it turns out that the new athletic director who had worked at the University of Cincinnati, Mike Bone, uh, tweeted out, he said, I am pleased to let you know Coach Helton will continue to be our head coach. His commitment to our student-athletes and to the to lending, uh, or leading rather, with integrity is viral to restoring our championship program, which is the goal of all of our teams. Uh, that was the quote. Well, that was just throwing red meat into the lion's den was what that was. I mean, that just made people really angry. Uh, and you can imagine how those boosters, the same people that were campaigning with media sources and surrogates to get rid of Clay Helton, that was a knife. That was a knife. So the Civil War has not ended. The Civil War has not ended. It has just moved to a different battleground is, is all that has happened here. So let's discuss. Now, the question. Should USC be praised here for its loyalty or criticized for its short-sightedness? Now, to me, this is obvious. I don't think it's over, by the way. We'll talk more about that in a minute. I don't think this is over. And uh, we'll look at the tail of the tape in a moment. But this move, for now, has put the new athletic director, this guy Bone, uh, in the frying pan in less than 30 days. Who? Less than, I don't know. I've never heard of him until like a month ago. Mike Bone. Uh, never heard of him. But anyway, all right. So my take here, you've got Bizarro World, Tony Robbins, and the Trojan Horse. And we will combine these things together. Now, to lead off with, Mike Bone, the athletic director at USC, had his first big decision. Right, and what he did, much like a USC football player, he fumbled. <laughs> he fumbled the decision, uh, and you follow the money. I said this the other day. You follow the money in these things. People familiar with the situation uh, have told me here that the super boosters were willing to cut a check. So it's not like USC couldn't come up with the money. They got a lot of money at that school. It's a very wealthy private school. They got a lot of cash. And some of the big boosters were willing to, to write a check to pay out Clay Helton to the tune of $20 million. And the athletic director declined that off. He said, no, I would like the status quo. I do not want the $20 million. He left the $20 million on the table. When you leave $20 million and, and you can be seen as a hero uh, if you're the athletic director, getting rid of someone perceived as dead weight as the football coach, that's an amazing thing, but if, if these reports are accurate, the people that are saying this stuff, he turned down $20 million said, no, I'd rather keep this coach who's no good. At least hasn't been any good. And you can't shortchange that. The rage of the fan base is legit. This is a Waterloo decision that will have lasting ramifications and uh, you better be right, right? Now, Clay Helton, people can change and people can grow and people can get better. But I've seen no indication. Clay Helton's getting worse. The longer he's been on the job, the less he's done to improve the uh, the product there at the University of Southern California. And they open up with Alabama next college football season. And I believe Alabama 
What do we say? They'd be like a 50-point favorite in that game by the time they play on a neutral site? I mean, now, the meat and potatoes here of college sports are the boosters, the, the, the people that drive the machine there, that fuel the machine in college football and basketball. We know how this works. People don't cut checks for the gymnastics team or the volleyball team. They don't. They cut checks for well, I guess I, I keep saying that, but I know that some people have cut checks for the rowing team. We know that. Uh, shout out to our friends in Hollywood. Uh, but I digress. So, but it, it's the semi-professional sports. It's like an ATM machine, and the natives are restless, and and they're agreeing to remain in this cycle of mediocrity. It's very odd. Now, furthermore. This is a terrible first impression for this, again, new, newly named, rather unknown uh, USC athletic director. And I want to go back in the hot tub time machine. I think it's appropriate because there's so much angst in the uh, this uh, situation here. Let's go back to November 8th, less than 30 days ago. And this Mike Bone character was introduced as the new athletic director after leaving Cincinnati. And he sounded like Tony Robbins giving a motivational speech as he was running over hot coals when talking about his vision for the University of Southern California. And he was talking about championships is what he was talking about. But now for USC, I will work tirelessly and relentlessly to make the Trojan family proud. And we're going to build a championship program that you deserve. <laughs> this is a great day for UCLA. This is a great day for Washington, for Oregon, for Stanford, for Arizona State. Every other Utah, everyone else in the Pac-12, the sleeping giant, will remain asleep. The guy asleep at the switch is the athletic director. But there, wait, there's more. Uh, here's another wonderful soundbite from the athletic director. Again, less than a month ago, and he talked about the ultimate goal. And ultimately, my goal is to deliver a bold, creative, and innovative vision for our program that will position USC at the forefront of the intercollegiate athletics landscape for the present and the future. We want to be the best at every single thing that we do. Except having a football coach that knows what the hell he's doing. Except for that. Right? It sounded like he was—he had maybe read a Tony Robbins book, and he was just hitting those big buzzwords you're supposed to say when you get a new job, right? The cliche when you get a new job and all that stuff in sports. Uh, but Clay Helton is the poster boy for mediocrity. USC football has gone off the tracks. It was shaky under Lane Kiffin and the, the drunk Steve Sarkeesian, but under uh, Clay Helton, uh, as he as the watchdog here, the men of Troy, as they like to be called there, uh, the last two years, 13-11 and 11 is Clay Helton's record at SC the past two years, and they are likely headed to the Alamo Bowl uh, this uh, this. And you really go to a school like SC to play in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, that's, uh, that's what happens there. And so uh, Kobe Bryant would say they're flying through some dark clouds right now. That's what he would say. And the recruiting, which has always been, no matter how bad things have gotten at SC, they've always been in the top. 15 at least in recruiting they're not even among the top 40 right now there's there's so much toxicity around the football program and this is not going to change a damn thing and the athletic director hitching his wagon while saying you talk about doing things out of both sides of your mouth say i'm striving for excellence and you keep this guy 
uh, around as the head uh, football coach. It's the law of diminishing returns. You have entered the dead man zone is what you have entered. Uh, I hope you're prepared for that because you have uh, done it. Now, the last thing here, the rub on Clay Hilton. Uh, you look at his record, that's one part of it. But he's essentially, and we, we mentioned this before, he's the Jason Garrett of college football. He's a rah-rah clapper guy who doesn't seem to be able to coach up players. He doesn't embarrass the school. Jason Garrett doesn't embarrass the Cowboys, at least the way his record's embarrassing, but the the perception of he's a clown and all that stuff. And so that's not the case at all. Uh, professional, doesn't say anything outrageous at news conferences. Uh, people always say when they sum up Clay Helton in a sentence, they say good man. They don't say good coach. They say good man uh, is what they say. He's a garden variety football coach and would be fine at a lot of schools, but he's a real life this is appropriate, a Trojan horse, because he looks innocent, right? He looks innocent, but has the power, it appears, to harm and destroy the bedrock of the football program. Now, the tentacles of this decision to bring Helton back, if this indeed is the final, final decision, are going to, it's going to put a chokehold on several people. Do not underestimate the backlash because it's real. It is real. A large percentage of fans at USC are right now suffering not from PTSD, from CHDS. That would be Clay Helton derangement syndrome. Uh, they're very upset with this guy. It's a nightmare for them, and uh, they feel like they're stuck in purgatory. And, and social media, which is the new public square, right, what happens on social media, there are a bunch of cyber warriors, mobs of them, who are holding their virtual torches and pitchforks demanding a pound of flesh. Clay Helton is going to remain a lame duck because this, I think we can agree here, is even if you think he's uh, not as terrible as his record, uh, this is a bridge to nowhere. And so I know there's been a lot of talk in Washington about uh, Donald Trump. Well, Mike Bone could be impeached here. This is an avoidable mistake. All right, This is an avoidable mistake. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, if what I'm hearing is accurate from some of these people I've known over the years that are close to that football program, there, there could be like a war tribunal. And uh, I wouldn't put it past when, when you know, if this doesn't calm down in the next uh, 24, 48 hours, they could reverse the decision, right? I mean, it, it, this is such an unpopular situation that they could actually, I don't think Clay Helton's safe yet is what I'm trying to say. Like, I know they announced he's coming back. But we've seen before people take jobs or get jobs, and then there's a change, uh, and you say, "Well, we've decided." Upon further review, we've decided to go a different direction, uh, as far away from this bozo as we possibly can, because he couldn't lead a horse to water. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. 
I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We're heading into an NFL weekend. Starts on Thursday night with the Cowboys and the Bears. Later on in the show, we'll have Benny versus the Penny for that Thursday game. We're not doing that right now. But if you peek ahead and get through the regular season, the postseason, all that, the 2020 offseason, we are looking at what could be a record-setting round of quarterback roulette. Uh, I looked at the the math on this. They're roughly, by my calculation, there are 45%, almost 50% of NFL teams that could make a change at quarterback after the Regular season comes to an end. Uh, I'm I'm looking at, I got 14 as my number. I got 14. Now, one of those teams is Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston has been on shaky ground for several years. They were considering getting rid of him last year. They brought him back. They changed coaches. The foundation, though, is cracked. So worn there. And it cracked a little bit more on Wednesday for not-so-famous Jameis. The man that made crab legs, a, uh, a very interesting conversation point on sports radio. So Bruce Arians addressed the media as he does daily there, a man who I have stolen a hat from uh, Bruce Arians, and we have the same style hat quite a bit. Uh, so Arians, what did he have to say? If you, if you didn't hear it, maybe you missed it, uh, and I don't blame you because it's the Buccaneers coach. So Bruce Arians was asked point blank for his recommendation 
uh, whether or not Bucks ownership should keep or not keep Jameis Winston. Like, it, let's say the owner comes to you, Bruce Arians, and says, "Okay, we got to either poop or get off the pot here. Are we going to keep this guy? Are we going to get rid of this guy?" That was essentially the question. And let's go to the audio tape, as Warner Wolf would say, and Bruce Arians, uh, listen to this. I'm going to pass on that one. I'm just I'm going to wait till the end of December and. Uh... There's, there's been really, really, really good, and there's some been really, really bad. And, you know, we're just going to pass until it's over, and, uh, and then we'll make a decision. Yeah. Now, the decision's already been made. He refused to take the bait. He called on the punt team and said, all right, it's fourth down and one, and I am going to punt the ball away. Get out of here. He did the jitterbug as he attempted to avoid would-be tacklers with that question. So as you just heard there, instead of answering, he said he'd like the full 16-game slate to play out before sharing any thoughts, which by not answering, he actually did answer. So let us discuss the question. How should Jameis Winston feel about his situation with the Buccaneers after these comments? Now, my thoughts, you've got LinkedIn, Iron Man, and Spin the Bottle. And we'll put all these things into a package, and we'll send it out for the holidays, and you can you can open it up. Now, A, Bruce Arians, he likes to be very braggadocious, right? That's how he is, right? He claims to be a straight shooter, and I think for the most part he is. He doesn't sugarcoat things. He normally gives you a version of the truth as much as a coach can do, and that is generally true, uh, which makes his answer to this question – his refusal to give a straightforward answer all the more ominous for famous James. Bruce Arians has bent over backwards time and again this season to downplay the many shortcomings and defend Jameis Winston. He has been one of the Buccaneer cheerleaders holding pom-poms uh, for, for Winston with all the mistakes and all that. And he was brought in, you know and I know, Bruce Arians, even if you have no skin in the game with the Bucs like me, uh, and you probably don't either, Bruce Arians was billed as the quarterback whisperer. One of the main reasons he got the job was because he apparently had in his toolbox a magic wand and was able to fix Jameis Winston, or so the legend went. How is that gone? Uh, don't ask. Uh, Winston, my advice, contact a good realtor and update the LinkedIn page because it's, it's time. The writing is on the wall, and he is on the ropes, as they say. And this is not a rope-a-dope, I don't believe. This is, he's on the ropes, and he's about to go down. That's it. He needs to be saved by the bell. Uh, and, and he's got nobody to blame but himself. He was given every opportunity to succeed, and he has failed. He has not gotten better. He has not even stayed the same. He's gotten worse. And B, Jameis Winston, this year, with all the hype that he was going to be different and better and all that stuff, famous Jameis, uh, as the the nickname game goes, is the same broken, flawed, damaged quarterback he was prior to Bruce Arians. Now, Arians and the people that love Winston can do the uh, the yoga stretch, the downward dog, uh, and they can stretch and all that stuff and, and, and try to defend the indefensible, right? I mean, you judged by your performance. And up until Wednesday, Bruce Arians had essentially been Tony Stark from Iron Man, right? Deflect and absorb the criticism and move on. The numbers don't lie. Winston's got 22 touchdowns and 20 interceptions. He's... Typically, either throw, he's throwing the ball 25 yards down the field or he's turning the ball over. That's pretty much the only two outcomes. That's it. 
You know, it's like a, it's like a home run hitter that either hits a home run or strikes out. Like Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers comes to mind, right? You hit a home run or you strike out. And there's pretty very very little uh, things that happen or other other variables that happen other than those two outcomes. Now, Winston also because of this, he's been a bipolar quarterback. A lot of peaks and a lot of valleys. He he's like a human yo-yo, up and down, and spin him all around. Uh, famous Jameis there. With the Bucks, and that is the problem. It's not a loud, boisterous group, but there are people who are apologists for the Bucks quarterback who point out that Winston is on pace to throw for almost five thousand yards and twenty-nine touchdowns, and that is true. They also conveniently leave out the fact that he's on pace for twenty-seven interceptions and a whole gaggle of fumbles. And every once in a while, we'll do a rant about quarterbacks and bad plays, those negative plays, right? The the plays that handicap your chances of winning. Jameis Winston is the clubhouse leader. He's the godfather of bad plays. Bad plays for quarterbacks are interceptions, incompletions, sacks, and fumbles. And if if that number is low, if that number is manageable in each game, if that number, you know, good numbers like 12 or below, total interceptions, incompletions, sacks, fumbles. 12 or below. You like to get that as low as you can. If you do that, you're going to have a great chance to win. Jameis Winston leads the NFL in interceptions with 20. He's second in the NFL in fumbles with 12. He's been sacked 40 times, which I believe is second in the NFL to Kyler Murray, the Oompa Loompa. And, but wait, there's more. Winston is third worst, I believe, in incompletions with an average of 15 and a half incompletions per game. So even if you took away the interceptions and the fumbles and the sacks, he would still he would still be uh, too high. And it works out 258 negative plays for Winston in 12 games. The Maller math, uh, it blows up. It says he's averaging almost 22 negative plays per game. They only run like 60 offensive plays, and 22 of them, a third of them, are bad plays with Jameis Winston as the quarterback. I mean, God, Zooks, uh, what more do you need there to get rid of this guy? And he's he's like running around a cornfield in one of those cornfield mazes, and he's lost, and he can't find his way out there when he's playing quarterback for the Buccaneers. Now, the last word. So Bruce Arians and, and Tampa Bay. They they clearly have left the door open to change, and that's that's what you have to do, right? It's going to be the merry-go-round, the merry-go-round. I, I mentioned 14 teams are in either in the soup of quarterback change or close to it. Now, here are the teams. Tell me I'm wrong on this. All right? Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville, Tennessee Titans, the Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Bears, Lions, Panthers, Buccaneers, we've already talked about them. And then as the wild card teams, I'm going to put the Saints and the Patriots because of the age of Drew Brees and Tom Brady. At some point, they're going to have to get new quarterbacks in the Bayou and in in Foxborough. So that's 14 of the 32 teams in the NFL. Now, many of these guys will just change a you know, game of musical chairs, right? And, and Bruce Arians... Obviously, would would like a chance to have a quarterback that isn't flummoxed every other time he drops back to throw a pass. And believe it or not, Tampa is not a an unattractive destination. The weather's pretty good, and you know, people like to live in in Florida. And the offense is loaded with playmakers. That that's also makes the downfall of Jameis Winston all the more troubling. 
because it's not like he doesn't have receivers. Tom Brady would give a fruit smoothie to get the two receivers that Winston throws the ball to, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, who have been outstanding. O.J. Howard, not a bad tight end. Now, the running backs are not that great, Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber, but a lot of that is because they haven't really run the ball much because they're behind in most games and they haven't had an opportunity to run the ball. So who could land in Tampa? Let's, let's assume the position that Jameis Winston is persona non grata and they say arrivederci to Jameis Winston. Who comes in? So we're going to play spin the bottle, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback uh, position in 2020. I have on my big board Ryan Tannehill, Nick Foles, Derek Carr, and Cam Newton. Right? The Raiders are moving to Vegas. Derek Carr not as good looking now as he was a few weeks ago. Raiders have a bunch of draft picks. John Gruden loves young players. He loves loves all not doesn't love young players. He loves all quarterbacks, and uh, he, he's smitten with some of these other veteran quarterbacks. So that's a possibility that they they get rid of Derek Carr. There's no guarantee Ryan Tannehill comes back to Tennessee. He's played very well. Uh, he's played above his skis, as they say. But uh, there's no guarantee. Nick Foles, I wouldn't want him, but. He's got a good reputation around the NFL. And then, how about this one? Now, they say that Florida, one of the jokes about the Sunshine State is it's God's waiting room, right? And uh, and that's where you go before you check out, right? It's the uh, the sixth borough of Manhattan or whatever, uh, of, of New York City, rather. And, and so Tom Brady. Now, there's a lot of gossip every year about Brady leaving the Patriots. But let's say he did. Could you imagine Brady going to Tampa just to play with those playmakers, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and the other uh, playmakers they have on that offense? I mean, I, I can't imagine Brady in a creamsicle uniform, but, you know, Aaron's popular coach to play for. I mean, there's some things there that you look at and say it's not completely outrageous. I have no knowledge of anything. It would be weird and crazy looking and odd it would be Brady in any uniform other than the Patriots is going to be the equivalent of Emmett Smith running for the Cardinals at the end of his career or Jerry Rice wearing the uh, Seahawks uniform I mean, it's just some odd <laughs> odd occurrences that take place alright it is the Ben Maller show if you want to comment on any of that it is all a fair game here and you can join the fun always like to hear from new people. We don't get many. 877-99 on Fox. We got to do a newbie night. We haven't done one of those in a long time. I think I think we skipped November. So we'll have to schedule a newbie night. Maybe next week we'll do it's kind of the end of the week, near the end of a week for us. So ne- next week we'll do like a newbie night. Remind me. Remind me to do a newbie night. This is not official newbie night, but there's no rule that says you have to wait for newbie night. You can call in anytime. It's kind of how that works. All right, uh, again, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Frankie says, Bruce Arians is saying, I'm not eating enough W's, but I will take a mess of them crab legs, is uh, what what Arians was saying. All right, let's go to the phones, and Skeeter in Montana is up next, our old buddy Skeeter. Hello, Skeeter. Hello, Mr. Maller. Yeah, you're you're a Maller militia man, right? You're in the you're still in the probation period, but you're a Maller militia guy. Well, I have something to say about that. I hereby swear with true loyalty, sincerity, and integrity to support and defend the growing legacy and reputation of the Ben Maller Show heard everywhere 
on the Fox Sports Radio Network. Well, you've just become a drop. Now, you you bring something up that's interesting, Skeeter, because I have been asked over the years to do like an oath to join the Maller Militias. I'm, I'm going to have to come up with an oath, like a Maller Militia oath that you must say to become an official Maller Militia member. Right, because we are a renegade band of internet trolls that unite together to defend the honor of our show and protect us from enemy combatants, both foreign and domestic, who attack our good name. And so we have to stand up as the Maller Militia. And our our battlefield is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, That's our battleground. And we are a mostly peaceful organization, as you know, Skeeter. Yeah, I know that, Mr. Maller. But when we have to bear arms... We will do what we have to do uh, to protect our fearless leader. And I'll support you all the way. All right, buddy. And, and you're going to have banana cream pie, Skeeter? I see. I, I'm, I'm changing. Oh, just uh, Google Cyrus O'Leary, the what? Uh, top uh, pie. Well, he's a. Wait, wait, wait. You're confusing yeah, me here. Fishing chef here in Montana. He has won 165 national. Pie baking contest. And uh, the yeah, banana so, cream pie I am now snacking on is 46 ounces. Oh, that's a big banana. But everything's bigger in Montana because, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it is delicious. It All takes right. me about two or three days to finish it. It's so good. <laughs> Do you eat a pie over two? What is it, a, a meatloaf? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ounces and they all uh, cost $10 uh, at the local service. All right, well, listen, in, in uh, L.A., that would cost like $70. I don't know what you... I, I Thank you, Skeeter. Go, you're making me jealous there. I right, go away. Thank you, uh, the great Skeeter there. It's making me hungry. Yeah, it sounds like a uh, like a chicken pot pie or something you'd take a couple of days to eat, uh, something along those lines. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, Just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. 
You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's maller how about that to the third degree this is when big ben gets grilled and over to the koopa loop we go Ben, there are rumors swirling that the Dodgers are looking to work out a deal to send Jock Peterson to the White Sox. And the Dodgers figure to look a bit different next season. Who do you think will be gone? Well, I would like to see Jock Peterson traded, but as long as we get Frank Thomas or Robin Ventura in return, I, I would be happy. Or Black Jack McDowell. If you can get Black Jack McDowell or Mark Burley, I would be happy with that. No, here's the thing about the Dodgers. Andrew Friedman, he's got to shake it up a little bit. Get some new blood in there. I remember Phil Jackson used to rant about this when he'd be on those great teams, coaching those great teams with the Bulls and the Lakers. That you got to change a couple players on the roster every year. You got to because it it brings a fresh perspective and energy to these teams that keep winning. The core of the Dodgers is not going to change, but Jack Peterson's not really part of the core. He's in that auxiliary group of players, and he's not like he, he plays a lot, but not. He's somebody that if he's not there, it's like, well, we're okay. Uh, and the other thing, the Dodgers' minor league system supposedly is loaded up, right? Fattened up, and so the, Andrew Friedman—that's his DNA from Tampa Bay. He wants to get—he wants to have a, a game of musical chairs here with those backup secondary position players and put these young guys who are blue chip players in the minor leagues, give them an opportunity in the major leagues. Plus, they're cheaper, so it's good to fill out the back of the roster. Then you can spend money in free agency. But I, I would not be surprised if Hyunjin Ryu is not back. He's a free agent. I don't think they're going to bring him back. They'll spend that money on somebody else. And you know, you go down the list here, and you're like, well, let's let's see. This is this guy going to stay? It's it's all like the second guy. I, I would trade Corey Seager. I I'm done with him. I'd get rid of Corey Seager, the shortstop, the the the, the next 20 year Derek Jeter guy. I'd trade his ass out of here. Get him somewhere else. But the, the thing that's most interesting about the Dodgers, though, is that these names keep popping up. Anthony Rendon and Steven Strasburg and Garrett Cole. And some of the people that I, uh, I, I know that are around this, they say this is actually legit. 
that the Dodgers, would they're considering opening up the checkbook to sign one of these guys because they feel like they have to do something to kind of, um, what's the right phrase here, that to, to cover for what happened in the playoffs, how embarrassing they played against the Nationals. And so uh, they, they're looking of trying to appease the fan base there and bring in one of these big-name players. All right, and, and plus they have some money to play with because Ryu was making, like, what, $19 million or something like that. All right, next. Now, speaking of rumors, there's one in the NFL circles that the Jets could be looking to trade Le'Veon Bell in the offseason season yeah this being only one year into his four-year 52 million dollar deal that he signed with the team Ben, you think this could uh, could actually happen well absolutely listen number one Le'Veon Bell has failed to make his mark with the Jets I think we can all agree on that and he cost an arm and a leg for the Jets to sign he was a uh, very expensive sideshow uh, that they brought in. He's not obviously not in Kansas anymore, or in this case, not in Pittsburgh anymore, and the results have been, I don't know that disastrous is the right word, but he's just a generic running back. They could have gotten a guy out of the Canadian Football League to average 3.2 yards per carry, which is what he's had this season. He's literally and figuratively uh, been uh, the, uh, the guy that has been a bust. I mean, considering what the expectation was by some, that he would just continue to get better and that they'd give him the ball more because the Jets don't have as many playmakers and all that. But if you look at the Jets situation, Le'Veon Bell is more of a luxury item than a necessity. And theoretically, he could go to a team like, let's say in the offseason, Buffalo or Chicago and have an awakening. And, and maybe even back to Pittsburgh. But the, the, the Jets are always in football purgatory. And by the time they actually feel the contender again, Le'Veon Bell will be past his athletic prime. That's how far away they are. All right, next. Now, yesterday you told us that RG3 believes he is still a franchise quarterback. Well, that's and, what he said. Yeah, and yeah. can lead a, a team to a Super Bowl. Well, uh-huh. someone who might actually have an argument that he's still a franchise quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. Uh, since taking over under center for the Titans, Tannehill's 5-1 and one and is leading the NFL in yards per attempt and passer rating. Ben, did he just need a change of scenery? Well, I would push back that he was ever a franchise quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, so I don't think he was ever a franchise quarterback. But listen, the guy's played great. The jury is still out, though, on Ryan Tannehill. He's got a dubious track record with the Dolphins. He, he has been able to put together, I think five of the six games he's had with Tennessee have been outstanding. They've been oil paintings. And so far, he's been able to dodge that famous Tannehill three-step where he would take one step forward and two steps back when he was the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. And secondly, uh, what is the realistic ceiling of Ryan Tannehill? He's 31 years old, so that means he's in the middle-aged, got another year or so of his athletic prime. If he plays his cards right, here's what I, I see as the ceiling for Ryan Tannehill. He can become the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, have a vagabond career, be a stopgap quarterback, bounce around from team to team as a football gypsy. And that's not a bad life. You make a lot of money. It's a pain in the ass to have to move all the time and all that. But considering that his career looked like it was on life support with Miami, that's that's better than the alternative. All right, there it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? I'm getting a uh, lot of flack for doing it all the time, but I didn't hear anything bad. That's so, right. Uh, you pass this. Take that, haters. Another win. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
You hit that button right there. There you go. It's now time for. Time for. Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. All right, here we go. It is time now for another edition of Ask Ben. These are your questions, our answers for the rest of the hour. These are actual questions sent in by actual human beings. There are no bots as far as we know, no Russian bots, no Ukrainian bots, no spies. These are just regular people, salt of the earth, hardworking people who have questions. But we don't do sporto questions because that would be boring. So the questions about us, questions about the show, it's called Ask Ben, but you can ask any of us questions with your fake outrage and we'll see how it goes Loop, the master of ceremonies well ben uh i'll be honest uh, i thought you were gonna save what? it for the last segment so oh. i don't have the t- the normal question the the oh. you know back-to-back oh well, if you want to wait oh, well, we can well, pause, no, I mean, I mean, we can pause have, if you want questions I mean, ready you're not no, ready i, I have questions can, ready okay. just right. not the ones for you always so, get, remember so, the scout motto Loop. what's the scout motto I, I was never, always be prepared always be prepared Anyway, That's right. and do a good turn daily. That's the slogan. Do a good turn daily. So instead, we're gonna start with uh, questions for everybody. Okay. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. No, I don't like that. This, like, I'm the star. <laughs> I'm on the. I'm the I'm marquee, Eddie. I like to be first. You know. Uh, this is from Kryptonians for Yang. Wow, I'm oh, sure that's yeah, his yeah. real name. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure who that is, but uh, well, anyway, he says. Surprised? You don't know? It's a household name. No, I mean I know Yang, but I don't know who this guy is. Uh, Yang Chung tonight, right? Isn't that the, uh, was that the song? No, you guys no. mentioned racist. <laughs> you guys mentioned that you don't eat a lot of salads, but no. if your wife slash girlfriend forces you to have it once or twice a week, what salad dressings would you use? All right, so I don't eat traditional salad. The way I get my vegetables, I'm like a five-year-old kid. You have to hide the vegetables. You have to mix the vegetables in with the other stuff I'm eating when I don't realize I'm eating vegetables or I won't eat vegetables. But back back when I would dabble in salad dressing, and I've, I've eaten a few salads, not many. Probably can count the number of salads on both my hands I've eaten in my life. But I, I would go Thousand Island. I would take Thousand Island. I like that, you know. So, or a, a honey mustard, which I think is more of a dipping sauce, but you can use that as a salad dressing. What about you, Eddie? Yeah, I'm also a, a Thousand Island uh, fan as well. I enjoy a nice salad uh, now, every now really? and then, especially like with a with a couple slices of pizza. It's, I like. Do that. you cover the salad in like meat, like a lot of people do, and make Meats? it really well? No. Yeah, you you can eat a salad that has more calories than a big yeah, Mac. Yeah, a dinner salad. A, yeah, an entree yep. salad. You no, 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 okay. no meat. All right, Roberto. That's what I do. I enjoy the Caesar salad with some carne asada in there or some chicken. Well, chicken, mix that up yep. there. All yeah, right. chicken's not bad. You're right. Chicken's not bad. All right, what about you, Koopa Loop? Your salad dressing, your go-to salad dressing. Well, um, for most of my life, it's it's been ranch. Oh, uh, God, but the devil's blood. As I uh, as I try to eat a bit healthier, I have now find my find myself enjoying like a fruity uh, vinaigrettes, like a blueberry vinaigrette or mark tape on something that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> mark Thank tape on what? Oh, what you just said. Uh, there's nothing funny about that. Well, not fruity. Out of context, that'll be very funny. <laughs> okay. In context, it's not funny, but when we cut that up and play it back, it'll be hilarious. All right. All right let's do another one. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. Um, this is a group question from Manic Mike. Hi, Manic. He says, describe in detail your all-time favorite sandwich. Well, I mean, we have it uh, like once a month here. It's the uh, the Fat Sal's. Uh, uh, that's your all-time favorite? I've not had a better sandwich. I've been to Pittsburgh. I've been to Pramani Brothers. That's a good sandwich where they put the fries on top, but they put the fries on top of the one over here. I, 
I've I've eaten sandwiches in, in Boston, New York, Chicago, all over the big cities in the United States. I've not had a better sandwich than that fat Texas barbecue uh, in in uh, in L.A. here that we get every once in a while. Uh, what about you, Eddie? I, I agree, and for people who don't know, and I remember the first time I read what was on this, I'm like, this is all on this sandwich? Yeah. Uh, barbecued pastrami brisket, chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, bacon, grilled onions, melted cheddar and mozzarella, uh, fries, mayo, honey barbecue yeah. on a hero. Ah, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. It is Nirvana is what it is. All right, what about you, Roberto? You're the chef. Tuna sh- sandwich, baby. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's uh, tuna sandwich. That's a shocker right there, folks. No, okay. that fat Texas was really good, but now I, I love that uh, chili, the chili, the chili. What? Philly, Philly cheesesteak. Okay, the chili. You like the chili, the chili cheesesteak. The chili Philly cheesesteak. The chili cheesesteak. Cheese it's yeah. a little chilly, and you like the. You like it out of the freezer. The fat Texas is just too much. You go to. You go to. Never. It's not too much. Yeah, it is. You eat it half. Is. You eat half later. It's not too much. I, no, it's not the same when you eat it after though. That's Let me like, t- when you fast for forty eight hours, it ain't too much. All right. Um. <laughs> I love the Fat Texas. It's a great sandwich, but believe it or not, my favorite sandwich of all time is from Whole Foods. Ooh, that's yes. Whole Paycheck. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they still have it, but it was like chicken with goat cheese and uh, like red pepper aioli. Sun-dried tomato that aioli. Would send me right to I, the I gotta change my answer now. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're not allowed to change your answer. Yeah, all answers I, are fine. I go to... I go to uh, a local deli here in, uh, by my house. Yeah, uh, I would make Itali- it a local deli. Italian de- Italian yeah. deli, okay. and I and yeah. make my uh, Italian cold cut sandwich. That's my favorite. No goat cheese for you. Goat cheese, no uh, po- provolone. All right, well, wait, wait, let's pause for the cause. We'll have more of Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. All right, let's get back to it. Here we go. It's Ask Racist. Ben. Your questions are answers. We play the holiday hits here on the radio. And over to Koopa Loop we go again for more Ask Ben. Now, Ben, I don't know if you've mentioned this on like the podcast or something. Okay, I didn't know it? you have a, a strong distaste for this. But uh, Terrell on Facebook yeah. wants to know, if your life depended on it, would you rather eat ranch dressing or horseradish? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't want either, obviously. My life depended on it. I, I had a horrible experience with horseradish years ago. I was at- uh, I was Me actually, too. Yeah, I was at, I was at Staples Center at, at a game, and I was eating in the media dining room, and, and I had they had chicken fingers. And they had this big bucket, which looked like honey mustard. Oh, no. So I went over, and I got a big scoop of it, and I, I dipped as much of that <laughs> stuff on as I could, and I put it in my mouth, and I thought my head was going to explode. Okay. Because okay. it was horseradish. It was That's, horrible. How do, you, how do you mistake horseradish for honey Because it was like yellow, kind of. It was like yellow-brownish tint to it. What kind of horseradish was that? Oh, when I, okay. I went to Hometown Buffet when I was a kid, and it was Taco Tuesday at Hometown Buffet. Yeah. And I love sour cream. Uh, so I loaded up those tacos with what I thought was sour cream, but it was horseradish. Oh, that's Same, the worst, yeah, man. It's, it's disgusting. It just goes right to your forehead and the top of your head, and it's... <laughs> It's brutal. It's really should be criminal. They, I, when I become president, I'm going to outlaw horseradish. It will not be allowed. I'm going to put an embargo on it. You won't be able to have it until I'm done as the president. <laughs> All right. All right keep going. A, Here we go. Here's an interesting question from, from Aussie Momentum uh, for the crew. All right. Would you rather have to lay a mile worth of carpet or drag yourself naked across 200 yards of thistles? Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm googling thistle. Okay, that's they're must like be thorns, it. right? Like, like thorns, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I, sharp prickly. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I'll put the carpet down. I'm not. Yeah, I'll go carpet. Uh, yeah, carpet, yeah. All right. Universal. Sorry, you you get nothing. Let's ask Ben your questions. Our answers. What more do we have here? Let's see. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, Georgia boy is Georgia. I don't know if this is a this is just for everybody or for me. I'm I'm assuming it's for me. He said he put hashtag ass coop on there also. Okay. What, what height would you prefer to be? Um, at least five ten. I, I would. Uh, would be five ten. Yeah, I would. You think I your would. life would change in amazing ways if you were five ten. Um, what is your current height, Coop? Five six. Yeah. See, I, I would like to be the size where you can like fit on a plane comfortably and not uh, have your <laughs> knees hitting the yeah. seat in See, front Coop, of you. Being and, tall is not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, but if it's C five tens, like it's not, it's not tall, you know, but it's, it's, you know, normal height. Anyway, uh, uh, quickly for everyone, uh, would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? I'm all about the personality of my dog, Bella. So I would take a, a cat with a dog's personality over a dog with a cat's personality. Eddie, I agree. I had it. I had that. My cat buddy was very much like a dog. Cool. All right. What about dog you? with the cat personality? All right. Uh, cool. We've, I'm with you and Eddie. All right, we agree. Look at that universal no, love. Roberto yeah, Roberto was different. Oh, I'm, I wasn't listening. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.